Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Heidi sent me a note, and we've talked before about people who serve in the military. Uh, often get special legal protections. Uh, and we've talked about in this situation where, for instance, they're being sued or their cars are being towed and so on. And here's one from the Connecticut Post. Veteran sues storage company after her Purple Heart was found in Shelton. So Brian Gioli wrote this for the Connecticut Post. A Texas Army reservist has filed a lawsuit against a local self-storage company claiming the company negligently cleared out her storage unit at its Wallingford location, causing her severe emotional distress. And as you may know, especially if you watch certain TV shows on some channels on television, that uh, if you rent a storage unit or storage locker, you put all your stuff in there, and if you don't make payments, uh, there comes a time at which point they can say, okay, you haven't made payments, Uh, we don't have to let your stuff stay here forever, And then they're supposed to auction off the contents of your locker to the highest bidder and use that money to pay the outstanding bill. If there's money left over, which there never is, they would then return that to you. There's all kinds of issues there, but among them is that they have to notify you that they're going to do that. And obviously that notification uh, might be a little different if the person is in the military. So the Army Reservist uh, is a Purple Heart Award recipient and former Connecticut resident who now lives in Texas. And she's suing the company, which has a location in Shelton, as well as its employees for negligence, statutory theft, and a violation of the Service Members Civil Relief Act, among a host of counts. And it's that Service Members Civil Relief Act which gives them the special protection. And I've mentioned before, I, as an attorney, have often filed lawsuits and sued people. And the summons that gets issued by the court that I must serve the defendants with has a question that says, is this person in the military? And you have to determine the answer to that yes or no and answer it. And if the answer is yes, there's more hoops you must jump through. So most business owners know this law exists. And if they don't, they ought to. So she became aware of the loss of her storage unit's contents in July when some residents of Shelton reached out to her to tell her they had possession of her Purple Heart. Somehow they got a hold of her Purple Heart, which was in a storage locker last she heard. So the person who told her they got it said they'd been given the Purple Heart by an employee at a local pawn and jewelry store. So somebody had gotten the Purple Heart out of her storage locker and then pawned it at a local pawn shop. So the question then becomes, how did it wind up in the hands of somebody who took it to a pawn shop? So her attorney says this is not just about some property. What's been taken from her are priceless and irreplaceable memories. So the um, attorney says that the woman at the center store here made every effort to deal with this privately before taking legal action. This was my last resort. It's sad. More than 20 years of my life are gone, just gone. I do not want anyone else to have to go through this. The loss of her personal possessions caused her financial loss as well as significant emotional distress as a result of the loss of priceless possessions, which were essentially a representation of her childhood, formative years, and early years in service of her country, the lawsuit says. So the allegations in the lawsuit are pretty much this is like everything she had uh, up to that point, other than what she had when she was, you know, where she's living. But all her stuff in storage, this is like a slice of her life. When contacted, the people who run the self-storage place declined to comment. 
Now, she was awarded the Purple Heart of being injured in Iraq in 2004 when the vehicle she was riding in struck a landmine. She's been in the military for more than 18 years, said she's moved three times from Connecticut to North Carolina to Washington State to where she now resides in Texas. And she began paying for the unit at the, uh, at the location uh, because she didn't want to have to you know, bring her stuff around every single time. She told the news that the unit contained everything from the first 27 years of her life, from personal documents to medical records, family heirlooms and photos, uh, to the bloody boots, vest, and clothes that she was wearing when she received the Purple Heart. She said she had an automatic payment set up for the unit and does not know why the bank stopped making the payments. She said that she should have kept up on the status but feels the company failed to show any human compassion in trying to reach her. Now, I'm not going to speak about the law in Connecticut because the law might vary wildly there, as laws often do from state to state. But the laws I'm familiar with say that if you stop making payments on this unit, the stuff in your unit can be sold off, and it's often contained in your contract that it says that. But they also have a duty to notify you of that. So when informed about the discovery of a Purple Heart, she said she called the storage place and learned that many of her possessions had been destroyed. So the Purple Heart obviously wasn't destroyed, but the question is, why did they destroy this stuff as opposed to auction it off? In either case, obviously, your stuff is gone. But the destruction of it would mean it's never going to get recovered. Um, the suit states that the officials claim to have mailed a notice to her at one of her previous addresses and that they tried to call her cell phone. According to the suit, they provided a spreadsheet showing uh, what they called her number and the dates on which they called it. But in the lawsuit, she disputes the claim, saying call logs from her phone carrier showed no calls from that number to her number during the relevant time period. Now, she does not know if the certified mailer was sent to her old North Carolina address. She says she never received any calls to her phone, which is the one that she says is actually on file with storage company. She also contacted the Connecticut Attorney General's office for help finding her missing uniform, boots, and vest. She said, we've called pawn shops and the refuse company where items from the storage facility were discarded in an effort to assist. Uh, to date, we've been unable to find these missing items. Meanwhile, the Chief of Communications and Policy with the Office of the Attorney General's Office says that the woman here served the country with distinction and honor, and the loss of these items, including the bulletproof military vest that literally saved her life, is a tragedy. And the sad part, of course, is that I've watched those TV shows where they auction up the contents of these storage lockers, and they go in there and occasionally they find cool stuff and occasionally they find nothing. They'll find, like, patio furniture. And a lot of times they'll find like bags filled with paper documents like medical records or old phone records or something. And a lot of the stuff they find is literally of zero value to anyone else. Now, like I said, occasionally find something cool, but 98% of it or 99% of it is just junk to anyone but the person who put it there. And I can tell you about stuff that I personally own that has great sentimental value to me and someone else look at it and go, oh, it's a widget. <laughs> Already got one. They toss it. So that same woman who speaks for the uh, Office of the Attorney General uh, says we're grateful that the actions of alert good Samaritans helped reunite her with her lost Purple Heart, but this never should have happened. We understand that the storage facility has changed their procedures regarding notification to military veterans 
And we hope and expect that this type of unacceptable miscommunication will never occur again. And so I've done, I think, four prior videos on this, the idea of the special protections that people in the military get. I've done these. And every now and then, someone will chime in and say, yeah, she should have paid her bills. They shouldn't have parked their car legally. They should have, whatever. And I've had some people say, this law sounds like it's awfully harsh on business owners. And all I got to say to you right now is, if you watch my videos, by now you should know this law exists. You should ask yourself, could this law apply to me? So if you're in the business of repossessing vehicles, or if you're in the business of disposing of the contents of storage lockers, uh, and so on, you should ask yourself, oh, will this law affect me? What should I do to avoid having it happen to me? And you'll notice that these stories make the news because they are unusual. It doesn't happen that often. I think most businesses that have you know, many dealings with the military know these laws exist and, and work around them. But I have to tell you, it reminds me of a story I'm reasonably certain I've never told on this channel before. But I know somebody who worked for a company that, that had some storage lockers that they would occasionally auction off the contents of. And when you sign a contract with a storage locker company, it says if you fail to make payments and you default uh, in an attempt to cure that default monetarily, we can sell your stuff off at an auction to the highest bidder and take that money in an attempt to defray our losses. And of course, to do that, there's ways they can do it in ways that they shouldn't be doing. And the person I know who worked at one of these companies told me that the guy who owned the company would announce there's going to be a, a locker sale on Saturday. And on Thursday, he'd go in, chop the locks off, and dig through and find all the good stuff. And he would just take it. And then he would put the locker door back down and put different locks back on it. Because they quite often send a notice to the person whose locker is about to get auctioned and say, you, you know, if you want to, you can attend the auction. You can bid on your own stuff if you want to. And uh, he said that those people never show up. So the guy thought, well, I can just take the good stuff. And I can auction off the leftovers, and, and I win both ways. And of course, it's highly illegal. But among other things, for instance, if there was a, a, a case for a guitar or a power tool, he would grab the power tool or the guitar and then put the cases prominently in the locker, like on display. Because you're not allowed to enter the locker. You can just stand there at the edge and look. So the door goes up, and you look, and suddenly a guitar case and a case for some kind of power tool from some big, good, you know, brand name power tool company. And, and so people bid this stuff up, and guess what? Case is empty, case is empty. Ah, darn. And of course, like I said, the guy's laughing all the way to the bank. So if you're ever in a situation where they're auctioning off your stuff and you can attend the auction, you should do it. Especially in a case like this, you might want to see and make sure the locks match. <laughs> and if I say locks, plural, one of them you wouldn't know about, but obviously... If you are in a storage locker situation, you have the lock on there and your own key. But if they think you haven't paid and you're in default, they'll lock you out of your own locker by putting a second lock on. So if you go to the auction and you don't recognize either lock, then you've got a problem. But uh, there are all kinds of allegations regarding those shows in the past. So you might want to look those up if you find those shows that interesting. I'm talking about the TV shows where they auction off this stuff. But this story is out of Connecticut. And again, it's a veteran who says that all of her stuff was sold off. And she says they didn't notify her properly. As a current member of the military, uh, she's covered by the Service Members Civil Relief Act, among others for which she's filed a lawsuit. So Heidi Senate, thanks a lot. Connecticut Post published it. Brian Gioli wrote it. Veteran sues storage company after her purple heart was found at a pawn shop in Shelton. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later.
Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. When we're positive, we become more motivated, energetic, resilient, and productive.